when the opportunities came, it's almost like I started looking for that. Yeah. So when the opportunities actually came to grow, where we, where the friction wasn't so high, where we could hug each other and say, hey, how are you? You know, when those opportunities came, I noticed them as an opportunity yeah. and I leaned into them. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited to be with you today. Just a quick reminder, if you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment, leave us a review, leave us your feedback. You can always email us at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. We would love to hear from you. And today we are so excited to be welcoming a great friend of ours and a great friend of the podcast and the ministry, Miss Rachel. Yes, Rachel, welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here with y'all. Yes. Well, you guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Rachel. She's just amazing. On She's doing so many things. But Rachel Scott is a wife, a mother. She's an Ohio native. She graduated from Kansas State University and the University of Mary, where she obtained her bachelor's of science in sociology and master's in business administration. Um, as a writer, speaker, and brand, brand mentor, she has been featured nationally and internationally on television, podcasts, radios, devotionals, and blogs. Let me tell you, if you're not following Rachel, you need to go follow her right now. Go look her up because she has so much wisdom and knowledge to give you guys. She She's just amazing. She's also the host of the Taking the Leap podcast. Scott and I were mm-hmm. privileged to be able to be guests on that. Um, she interviews the most amazing people with the most amazing stories. It's phenomenal. She's the founder of I Can't Come Down Movement. She is the former a former Huffington Post contributor, Hope Writers host, and Compel Focus Group leader and current version teacher. If y'all look at version, y'all, she's on there doing those daily devotionals. That's that's Rachel. Um, she's also a Moody Radio Cleveland partner and a writing a, a writing personal branding coach, which Rachel, I'm gonna need you to help me with, with my writing. So I'm gonna be signing up with you. I got you. <laughs> but she is also about to release her new book come March of 2024 with Moody Publishers. And I cannot wait to get that, Rachel. I know you've been working so hard on that. We're so excited for you. She's deeply devoted to serving God, loving and honoring her husband and raising her children in a godly home where they experience authenticity and learn to embrace their imperfection. So Rachel, again, welcome. We cannot wait to um, just hear from you today and hear your heart. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and honor you all are my friends. And I love all the things that you're doing for Blended Family. So such an honor to be here. Awesome. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun today uh, as we kind of jump into this series that Vanessa and I are doing, which is really looking at the bio-parent, step-parent relationships, the dynamics, these unbelievable dynamics that exist in Blended Families. And Rachel and I both have a unique perspective because we're step-parents. Uh, but Rachel, you were also telling me not only are you a stepmom, but your kids also have a stepmom. So it is, right. again, the complexities of blended families. And that's why on this podcast, we love bringing on different perspectives because there are so many perspectives to have. And there are so many complexities in blended families. So we just like to bring those folks on, speak encouragement to them, speak wisdom into them, and hopefully improve your relationships. So on the blended family front, Rachel, before we dive into specifics, just kind of give us an overview of kind of what is your blended family situation? Yes, yes. This is where the fun begins, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So 
um, my husband and I, we have two children together and I had um, two children from um, divorce. He had three children that uh, from his first wife who passed. So mm -hmm. he was a widow. But then our oldest son is actually his first wife's son that my husband adopted and brought in mm -hmm. because he wanted to keep all the children together. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our dynamic, seven of us total. Wow. And my um, my ex has remarried and he has a child as well. So there's multiple dynamics in that as well. Whew. Wow. Man, I'm gonna tell yeah, you something. Yeah, told you it was loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to figure out how you get it all done in one day. Uh, it's a lot going Rachel on. Rachel has a cape. She is superwoman. Yeah. Superwoman. The superwoman. Grace superwoman. of God. Yeah. Is my cape. Yeah. So so good. I, I'm going to assume all of these relationships have changed over time. So you know, obviously when they first got introduced and when you and and Willie first got married, I mean, there's there's some complexities that exist. In I want to ask just kind of a global question first. This is a big one. What have you learned as a both bio mom and stepmom about blended families that you would be like, this is what I've learned. This is the main point mm -hmm. that I would take away. I would say that give grace for growth. It's good. Like no matter where you're at in the blended family journey and how challenging it may seem, you feel like I could never, we will never be like that person over there. I could never see mm -hmm. that allow the grace that it could grow to that place. Mm -hmm. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. So you just <laughs> dropped something here and I, and I gotta go back to it because I, I think everybody in blended families is looking for the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. They're looking for the breakthrough in their relationships. They're looking for the breakthrough in healing pain. And, 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 and if you ask them, they're like, I, I would love a great relationship, but it's just never gonna get there. But you dropped the grace side of this. You said grace for growth. So explain what that means. How do you, why, why are those two hand in hand? You know, for me and my journey, there were seasons where I just felt like this was just going to be difficult for forever. Mm. Like it's never going to get easier. It's always going to be hard. And, and as long as I embrace that mindset, that's exactly what I continue to experience. Yeah. Mm. But once I said, you know, if, if the opportunity comes for us to grow from here, I would take that opportunity. When the opportunities came, it's almost like I started looking for that. Yeah. So when the opportunities actually came to grow, where we, where the friction wasn't so high, where we could hug each other and say, hey, how are you? You know, when those opportunities came, I noticed them as an yeah. opportunity mm -hmm. and I leaned into them. And those helped, helped us to grow as co in our co-parenting dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love Rachel. Um, when you were thinking of that, it just made me think of like God giving you the eyes to see like those opportunities. And as we lean into his grace and it's only by his grace that, that, that we can do, I say supernatural things and that he can do the supernatural within us and in those relationships. And so I love that you said that you were looking for those opportunities. Um, we talk about this a lot in mental health because it's what we think is what we speak and what we speak is then what we act upon. So if we're constantly thinking about negative thoughts or negatively about a person or a relationship, or this is never going to get better, you're absolutely right. It's not going to get better um, because we've already planted that and we're feeding that so to speak and so i love that you were saying that you were looking for those opportunities because it's one thing to pray and say okay god i want you to do this or i wish this but it's one thing to say lord please place those opportunities so that i can practice my faith so that i can lean into that grace and do that and so i thought that was that was brilliant 
Well, and, and, and when you see parents, and, and this is the part of blended families that's a little bit frustrating, is we know as parents we're going to stumble and fall. We, we just know that. We know that. And when you're a bio parent, you get this you get this kind of, I wouldn't say free pass, but it's like you can't go anywhere else. So, so kids, are not, you're not going to get judged that way. But when you're a blended family and you fall or you mess up or you ask for something that's a little bit outside of the box, you're going to get... The, the kind of a judgment eye on you yeah. of are you yeah. being as good a parent as I am? Are you doing this as well as I am? So that's where the opportunities to show grace when you are being humbled to say, I, I could step on you, but instead I'm going to lift you up mm-hmm. and show you the grace. And that starts building relationships. It's, it seems simple, it but it is complex. Yeah, And so before the podcast started, you and I were talking about, you know, being a stepdad, I think is similar to being a stepmom, but it's not the same because yeah. men and women are just, we're just wired differently. <laughs> we're we, we just different <laughs> and, and that's okay. God made us that way. So I want to just ask you to kind of maybe tell me, what is the difference you think between a stepmom and a stepdad? Um, to be honest. I feel like as a stepmom, we are way more emotional. Mm. We are, we just, everything is just super emotional for us and we take so much personally. Yeah. And for what I've noticed with, with my husband is it's more matter of factly. Mm. These are the facts. This is, this is how this works. It, it's not that deep, you know, and that balance has actually helped us a lot because the emotional side of me wants to respond out of emotion and, and his logical just, this is how it is. It's going to be all right. We're not going to let this ruin the, the world has really helped me to really help to balance me. So I would definitely say the, the emotions versus the, the more logical. Mm-hmm. And I had to understand this about my husband because it could almost come across like he didn't care. Yeah. It, like it almost came across like, well, because you're not in my position, you don't understand. And honestly, when I look at how he he's a stepfather to my children, and you know, even for me being a stepmother to his children, there was a difference mm-hmm. because I was more emotional. He was more logical, like, okay, I am helping fill this role. Even the conversations he had with my ex was like, listen, you know, I am here to help you. I'm here to help support what you are trying to do as as a man, uh, you know, that's um, helping to raise the children. So mm-hmm. I'm not replacing you. I'm, I'm here to come alongside you. So there was more of a logical piece where mm-hmm. for me, I had to kind of balance the mothering versus the stepmothering and yeah. what that looked like and things like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. And, you know, I know from, because I'm not a step parent, I, I grew up, you know, in a blended mm-hmm. family. My mom was a stepmom. I had a stepdad, but not being a step parent, um, you know, I, I don't really know what that's like, mm-hmm. but be, you know, when it comes to having that relationship with a stepmom, you know, I know something that women face a lot of, and we were talking about this before the podcast is comparison, Rachel. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and we see that a lot with bio moms and stepmoms, I would say more so than mm-hmm. uh, bio dads and stepdads and not that it's not there, but I think that's something in general that women just really struggle with. And so, you know, I know that you have a story about that and how the Lord worked with you in that. Can you just share that with us and maybe just just give any encouragement for anyone that's listening that's maybe a bio mom or stepmom and and they're just in a they're in a rough season with mm-hmm. one or the other and yeah. and just struggling. Yeah, I love sharing this story because this is the moment 
where God checked me. <laughs> okay, this is the moment mm-hmm. where he got me together. So every time I would send my daughter out for her summer vacations, I would always get her hair done real nice and it would be freshly done. And then maybe within a week, her hair would be taken down. And I'm like, what is going on? I just spent all this money to get her hair taken down. And then her stepmom will redo her hair. And so the first couple of times it happened, I was just super frustrated the first couple of summers. And one day I was, I'm going to tell you all, I, Jesus has had to work on me. Okay. So this is pre him working on me. I decided I was going to braid her hair in really teeny tiny braids. And I was like, if she takes her hair down in these teeny tiny braids, it's going to take her a long time to do. Okay. So I sent her with her hair braided in these tiny braids and she took her hair down. And I was like, what is going on? Why is she doing this? And I remember God telling me, what you're doing isn't right. See, the reason you are sending her with her hair done is because you feel like she can't do it herself. Mm -hmm. And the reason that she is taking it down is because she's trying to prove to you that she can take care of her. Mm -hmm. And it's this battle going on between the two of you because you feel like she's not qualified and she feels like she has to prove herself to you. And that's not right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And he said, you need to check your heart. Mm -hmm. And so that took me on a journey of checking my heart as far as why was I doing the things that I was doing? Did Why did I believe that I was just such a good mom Mm -hmm. and I was so perfect, far from it, that I was the only one that could touch her hair? And, you know, the hair is just the, it's minor, but Mm -hmm. some ladies out there, it's a big thing. I'm going to tell you, it's a big thing, you know? And why did I just feel like she was just so inadequate that mm. she couldn't do it. So it was a pride thing that yeah. I had to work through. And once I began to work through that, that's when the relationship shifted. Cause I said, Hey, you know, would you like me to send her down? I know you all are going to be doing this. How would you like me to handle that? I invited her into the process. Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed that from there I shifted in how I saw things because I was able to see myself on her side on the other side. And this is why this is the big part I forgot to mention. The same thing happened to me. When I came into my stepdaughter's life, her grandmother was a stylist. Mm. And so her grandmother would do her hair. And then she would do her hair because she felt like I couldn't do it. And I would fix her hair because I would say, well, I can do this. I know how to do a girl's hair. And so God showed me the same thing was done to you that you're Mm. doing to her. And it is because you don't feel like like you don't want to feel the way that she feels yeah you've been in her seat why are you yeah. doing that to her so long story short it really gave me a different perspective and i was able to see both sides and shift how i responded to things yeah mm. what That's what so comes to my mind is in, in now being a step parent and obviously thinking back i think people underestimate the desire of acceptance of step parents as a step parent we desire to be accepted into that role and as much as we would love the child to accept us into that role, which does take time, we would also like their bio parent to accept us into that role. Yeah. So our desire as humans yeah. for acceptance from other people is always very strong. Yeah. The idea of comparison, also very strong. But it really, if you flip that, if you flip the script and you're a bio parent, understanding that that is so important to that step parent, you can supersede this and go, hey, I know what they're striving for. Just like your example, her desire to do the hair was just her desire for your acceptance, mm-hmm. for your acceptance yeah. in her exactly. in that role. 
So I think that you can do a lot for your relationship and the bio, bio mom, stepmom type relationship if you just kind of jump the gun and go, hey, let me just move to acceptance and make sure they know that. Well, and I think yeah. you said something so profound, Rachel, I want to go back to. You said, I invited her into the process or you were talking about when you invited her into the process. And I think with acceptance comes invitation. So when you give people that invitation of, hey, and, and you know, as a step parent, I know you've said, Scott, like, you know what? I'm just trying to do my best. I don't know what I'm doing. But as the biological parent, when we can say, you know what, like, let's, I'm inviting you into this process like you did, Rachel. I'm inviting you in. Like, I want to get your feedback and your input. And I think that in itself makes people feel seen. It makes them feel accepted. Um, and I know that that probably not only was it a big moment for you and that happened with you, but, you know, for her as well, um, bringing her into that process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. That's beautiful. Well, and going back to our goal of this podcast, which is to encourage bio mom and stepmom relationships, um, we've touched the really sensitive parts, which is comparison, which is, uh, you know, sometimes competition, sometimes, um, but there are other things to be considered. So, Rachel, I, I. any other parts of that relationship where you would love to inject encouragement or inject your wisdom of, hey, this is what I've experienced? Yeah, you know, I think that a lot of the times when we are looking at the dynamic of the stepmom and the bio mom, we don't realize how much of our personal history goes into how we interact with them. Mm. And so, you know, I want to encourage you to look at your own personal story. Like for me, part of part of the challenge for me, even in my journey as a mom is making sure that I'm being a good enough mom. So if anybody comes in and is almost a threat to me accomplishing that, it it, it can be challenging mm. for me, right? Yeah. So I wanna encourage you to, to just look at your own story and say, how am I injecting my story into this story? And it doesn't need to be there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I had to realize for myself that I am the best mom that I can be. And anyone else that God brings alongside to support and to help is a blessing to the child. Yeah. I can't, I'm, I can't have it all. You all said earlier, like I, you know, I, the S on my chest is not there. I can't do all the things, <laughs> but I want my kids to get as much as they can. So I just want to encourage the mom, the stepmom, that your role is valuable. Yeah. Everything that you do is helping the child to flourish and become who God has called them to be. And that is what this is all about. We, our children are on loan to us. I truly believe that they are on loan to us. And we are really just trying to help move them along the path that God has for them. And when we remember that this is this is not our story, this is their story that we're coming along. We're just characters in their story. Yeah. What role do we want to play in that story of life that they have? And so mm. even for me, I realized that for my stepchildren, you know, they, their mom had passed and I never wanted them to feel like I was replacing their mother. Mm-hmm. So I had to view, I had to ask God, like, what is my role in their life? And one thing I noticed they always came to me for was wisdom. Like they, they may not come to me for getting my hair done, take me to do this, take me to do that. But when they needed some wisdom and they needed some godly counsel, they came to me. And mm-hmm. so I took that role seriously. If they called me, I'm like, okay, they need godly counsel, Johnny on the spot. You know, that's yeah. the only time they would call. And I had to be okay with that. So just identifying what is my role? What has God called me to be in their life? And let me do that to the fullest extent. Hmm. Oh man, there's so much wisdom in that. It, it just made me think, you know what? you know, God, 
they're his children before they're ours and we're entrusted with them. But Rachel, you said something and it just made me think that, you know, it's so easy, I think, in blended families and as biological parents and step parents for us to make it about us and not the child and not the Lord. So when we can look at it from that perspective of God, this is all about you and their relationship with you and, Mm -hmm. you know, how they're going to grow in you and who you've created them to be. I think that it almost like washes everything away. Like the comparison, Mm -hmm. the competition, all you're just like, you know what? None of that matters. And that none of it matters. And so that was, I don't know. I just caught that when you said that I was like, man, that is so profound when you look at it from that perspective. Yeah. I mean, as a step parent, I have I, I have come to believe. I, I would not say that I started out believing. I have come to believe that God has put me in a place to insert things into my stepchild's life at a particular time. So that that the last part is the most critical part. Is there are times as a step parent you will stand on the sidelines and you will watch other people celebrate victories. That, that will just be your role. You will not be at the front of the line. You will be on the sideline. And then, as you said, there are times when that phone call comes that they say, I need your help, and I need what you have. And they trust you at this point to provide that for them. So as any step-parent, step-dad or step-mom, grace, even to yourself, mm-hmm. is so important. Grace to the other parent so important but also know that god has prepared you and he is preparing you for a certain interjection or a certain time in that child's life and i love what you said i mean and and it's so true we we are characters in their story we are characters and god's written their story go ahead yeah and there's two more things that came to mind you know the first thing that i feel like my role is when i'm kind of sitting on the sideline is i'm an observer mm. like i see things that my husband doesn't necessarily see that i can bring to his attention so i'm able to see and i have to be okay when god has just called me to observe what's happening i would see things with my stepkids that because everyone else was so close yeah they did not catch mm-hmm. and because i saw it i could say hey babe um, you might want to address this specific thing mm-hmm. but the second thing is my role as a godly wife to their father is so important yeah. because after the the dynamic that they had walked through and even for my my children they needed to see how a godly husband treats a wife mm-hmm. they needed to see how a godly wife treats a husband and so i took it seriously for them to see what it looks like to live in a kingdom household yeah. so that right there if there was nothing else i was doing i'm like okay i want you to see jesus blowing off yeah. of us in this marriage so that mm-hmm. you can duplicate and replicate what that looks like so those two mm. things are huge yeah yes makes me think of the blended kingdom family right there yeah yeah no i love it i love it well rachel we're coming to the end of our time and we always ask this question to all of our podcast guests but it's you know the name of our ministry blended kingdom families what is a blended kingdom family to you Mm, so good a family that honors god first no matter what dynamics Mm. they have um and a family that chooses to seek god as they move forward in everything that they've been called to do Mm-hmm. No, I love that. I always love getting everybody's um, idea, you know, their what, what that means to them. And I, talk, I keep telling Scott, I'm like, we're going to have like 
I think we have close to 200 podcasts. So I'm like, we're going to have like oh. 200s of those. And it just be really cool to, to listen to. But Rachel, before we go, we want to tell people about your resources, where they can find you, mm-hmm. all the things. I know that you and Willie wrote this book, Better Than Blended. I read this when we first um, started our blended family mm-hmm. journey or when, we got to, when I was looking for resources. Mm-hmm. And then you also have some resources on litigation because I know that that is another part of your story, which we're going to be releasing our litigation book. So we're going to have to get you guys back on the podcast so that y'all can share that with us. But can you tell everybody where they can find all of your resources and even your, your podcast now um, that you're doing and where they can find you all the things. Yes. Yes. So you can find me at rachelgscott.com. My husband and I at the scottsofficial.com. So we have some things going on there Mm -hmm. and you can find the the, um, books and resources for blended families on the scottsofficial.com. And um, yeah, my podcast is Taking the Leap with Rachel G. Scott. Talk about all things leaps, all the five different leaps we take throughout our life. Um, and on all social media handles, I am I am Rachel G. Scott. Yes. Awesome. Well, and you guys, I, I, I'll say it again. I follow Rachel and she's every day putting out just wisdom and encouragement. She loves the Lord. And um, we met through social media and have become friends. And Rachel and Willie will actually be speaking at the Belinda Couples Conference. I was going to say, you're going to be with us soon. Yes, in September. Yes, so we're excited. I know we are so excited because we have been trying to get together for years and we're finally going to be together. Yeah. So we're so excited. But you guys, if y'all have not already registered for that event, go to our website, go to our events page, mm-hmm. sign up. You'll see Rachel and Willie, Scott and myself, Ron Deal, who's another uh, friend in the uh, blended family ministry arena, and Pastor Jimmy Evans, Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. It's going to be at Fellowship Church. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So we cannot wait for that time. But Rachel, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing your heart and wisdom with us. We love you so much. Thank you so much. I love you all so much. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for joining with us today on the BKF Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Love to hear from you. Guys, can't wait to see you next week as we continue the journey of talking about bioparents and uh, step-parent relationships. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.